Good morning, good morning, good morning. I pray all is well with you and your families. I pray you thank the Lord for waking you up on this morning because someone did not, someone will not. You know, um, I tell you, the Lord deals with me about a lot of things, right? So, you know, on yesterday, he had me dealing with married couples and, you know, women need to take their power back. And see, then on this morning, you know, he whispered in my ear, women need to take accountability for why the men went outside of their marriage. Yeah, um, see, ladies, there comes a time in life where you can't always blame the man. You have to admit and apologize for not being there in his time of need. Um, maybe you missed the signs of him needing a little bit of extra attention. You know what I mean? Because you got so familiar with him that you just looked at him like, oh, this is just how he is. And you just missed the signs. You know, uh, maybe you were going through something. And, you know, when you're going through something, you really don't pay attention to what anyone else is going through. And it's just the whole truth. So now it's time for the women, the married women, to go to your husband and apologize to him for not being there when he needed you. You know, just let him know you missed the signs. You didn't realize that he needed a little bit of extra attention and that you needed to put what you were going through to the side for the moment. You know, to take care of him mentally. You know, because a lot of times men go to other women to stroke their ego, true enough. But then sometimes it's because the woman they're with not listening to them and don't understand them because they're too busy nagging and complaining. So just go to your husband and apologize because this is a part of taking your power back. You know, you've got to humble yourself. You've got to submit and you got to admit when you were wrong, you know, because uh, we don't know it all. And sometimes we miss it, right? But be that. And after you apologize to him, you let him know that was the past. Right? But now, on today, you better tell every single last one of them Jezebel, Delilah, them hot tail girls, them prostitutes, them little to stay out of your face. Because it's all about you and your wife. True enough, whatever happened, happened. But now, on today, you better put them women in their place. Block every last one of them from your phone, all of your social media accounts, wherever you got to block them from. From your cash app, block them. From Venmo, block them. From Zelle, block them. Get them ungodly women out of your marriage because see here's the thing about any relationship you got to fight for it nothing comes easy nothing but once you realize what the root of the problem is which may have been you not giving him the the attention he needed when he needed it because this is just the whole truth about men i've got brothers i've got uncles i've got cousins and this is the truth and when i asked them why they cheated it was always always i can't even make this up it was that the woman they were with was not giving them the mental attention they needed because they can sleep with anybody but there comes a time when he needs that woman that's going to be his peace and that he can talk to that will not judge him and so they go out looking for other women even if it's for one night one month one year 
until the wife catch on to what the issue truly is which really could have just been her missing the signs that he needed a little bit more attention. It's the whole truth. We get so busy with ourselves that we become selfish and forget about the other person in a relationship. And can't nobody even sit up here and say that this is a lie because this is the whole truth. And I've talked to enough men who have cheated. And I'm not talking about cheated on me. I'm talking about I've got brothers. I've got cousins. I've got uncles. I've got men who have told me these reasons on why they cheat. Jesus. And then when you meet strangers and they tell you the same exact thing. So it's obvious. You know what I mean? And women don't want to take accountability for where they messed up. They want to always just blame the man. But it is not always the man, ladies, in order to take your power back. To get them little girls out of y'all life. I don't care if they're young, old, whatever. To get them other women out of your marriage, what you're going to have to do is take accountability and apologize to your husband. And let him know that now that you have apologized, make no mistake about it. Today, you better get rid of every single last one of them extra females. Period. Point blank. We're not having no side chicks we're not having no side nothing we're not having no extramarital affairs we're not having no adultery get all of them women out of your cash app like i'm gonna say out of your venmo the women you done sent money to secretly okay i'm gonna call say western union whatever you've done you know because see married men they tend to take care of the extra women better than they take care of their own wife i'm talking about send them on trips give them money keep them man i'm, I'm telling you the truth these are the things that they do and um at the end of the day it's time to block all them women from everything and i'm talking about if you got to put and then for you married men that are in the church if you got to get them little skanks out of your church that you done slept with flirted with I kind of want that to say, laid your hands on inappropriately because some of you have done it. You pastors, you overseers, you bishops, you ministers, you deacons. Make no mistake about it. You're guilty. I mean, how do I know? Um, I've had some deacons and some ministers do it to me. So don't you ever act like y'all don't do this. And that's just the whole truth. Be that as it may. It is time for you all to literally stop it. Women, take accountability. Tell them, I apologize. I wasn't there when you needed me. Just apologize to them and let them know. But at the same time, you let him know now it's time for you to get all those other women out of your life. That was the past. This is now. We are living in present time. We are living in the now. So you need to block these women from your cash out, the way you were sending them money, from your Venmo, the way you were sending them money, from Zelle, Western Union, whatever other, you know, way you can send money secretly. And then your wife wondering why you got financial problems. It's because you're sitting up protecting her all them side chicks. But ladies, in order to take your power back, you got to take accountability. Admit that you messed up. You missed the signs that he needed more attention. You missed the signs that he needed more mental attention. He didn't need the sexual satisfaction. He needed you to listen to him, console him, because he go through so much outside every day. And when he came home, he wanted you to be his peace. But instead, you complained about everything that he did wrong. Just go to him and apologize. This is a part of taking your power back in your marriage because at the end of the day, you've got to submit yourself to your husband. Like, 
that that's Bible. He submits himself to God and you submit yourself to your husband who submits himself to God, Jesus Christ. And it's just the whole truth. So just know you all, just know. Ladies, it's time to take your power back. But in order to take your power back, you got to take accountability for your actions or your lack of. And once you do, you let him know. Get rid of every other female. This doesn't take time. We are married. You get rid of them now. This is nothing that you have to pray about. This is nothing that you have to decide. If you want this marriage to work, you will get rid of them on today, not tomorrow, not the next day. On today, right now, at this very moment, as we are speaking to one another, as we are conversing, as you are listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth, you should be picking up your phone and blocking them women that you have under different names that you know so your wife wouldn't think anything about it and you need to go into your phone just like this and go through your your call log block block your text messages block block and then delete every single last trend as you are doing it as you are talking it ain't no i'll do it later no you're gonna do it now you're gonna do it now this this is not a later thing because that was the past. So you're going to do it now. It's not later. It's now. It's not later. It's now. Ladies, do not allow any more compromising your marriage. Do not allow any more compromising your marriage. Once you go to him, humbly submitting to God, because that's who you truly submitting to, because this is the covenant of marriage. And once you apologize and take accountability for what you may have not seen, what you may have missed. At that very moment, it's time for him to pick up his phone and delete every single female, every picture that she ever sent in his DM, every little app that he has that's hidden, that hidden picture vault with those pictures of her in her lingerie or naked or penny and bra. Oh, yeah, I'm going deep on this thing. How can I go deep on this thing? Because I know that the minister and the deacon that I was talking to, they had pictures of me in lingerie. I know what I sent them. I know what I sent them. I know what I sent them. And that was back in 2012 and 2018. It was my past, but I'm just telling you all. It's the truth. I'm telling you all this from experience. This is not me just making this stuff up. Because before I took church seriously again, like Jesus, like in 2012, I wasn't even thinking about coming to church. I mean, I would read my Bible, but like just being in church, no. I wasn't. And then in 2018, that minister, the way he was able to manipulate me because he was sending me money. He was paying my bills. <laughs> So this is how I know what they do. Paying my phone bill and stuff like that. Like, it's the whole truth. So when I'm telling you all this, I'm telling you all this because I'm a woman who literally experienced it, went through it, have been delivered, praise the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. But I know how they operate. It's a sad, ugly truth. It's a sad, ugly truth. 
many of you can restore your marriage if you ladies would just take the first step. Because many times the man has pride and then many times the man just don't know how to express his emotions to you. Because, you know, all their life they've been told, a real man don't say sorry. A real man don't apologize for anything. It is what it is. What you say is what it is. You know, that's that terrible way of growing up. And then, you know, you ain't got to listen to that woman. You can do whatever you want to do. You know, she has to listen to you, especially if you married. If you want to beat her, you can. If if you want to talk crazy to her, you can. If you want to cheat on her, you can. That's the lie from the pits of hell. And whoever raised you that way, if they're still living, I pray that the Lord has changed their heart about marriage because that is not what marriage is about. Many of you men have been taught wrong. You were raised wrong. Many women have been raised wrong. This is the truth. You know, it comes a time in life when you've got to just sit back and you got to unlearn some things. Things that were taught to you coming down from generation to generation and you wonder why domestic violence is in your family and in marriages and why marriages don't last unless somebody wind up killing the next person. You know, one thing that I do love, and this is the whole truth, and ain't nobody got to like it, what I really do admire about my older brother He's been married and he's been divorced and he divorced the women after he realized they were not the right woman for him. I, What I admire about him, in all honesty, when a woman is no longer enough for him or he knows that he's going to cheat or whatever, instead of him dragging that woman on in a marriage, he will divorce her. It takes more strength to let a person go out of love than it does to keep them there and to constantly hurt them. Many of you keep people in your life because you just want a companion pet. Whether it be a dog or a cat. You have no love for the individual. You just keep them there for your comfort. You know. Many people don't understand why I enjoy my singleness. I've always had a bunch of companion dogs around me. I truly love the peace that I have now. I miss having my house full with my children and my mama. But as far as the men, I don't miss it. When I'm looking back over my life and I'm reflecting, they never brought me peace. Through it all. There were nights I couldn't sleep and I couldn't understand why and it was because I was laying next to a demon. A man that had demons in him. And ever since I've been sleeping alone, I sleep like a baby unless the Lord wakes me up to pray for somebody. And it's the whole truth. Many of you have insomnia at night because you're sleeping next to the enemy. The person, not your friend. You may love that person or may think you love that individual, but it's real more of like, you just need a companion because you, you're afraid to be alone. Many of you are in marriages because you're afraid to be alone. Many of you are in relationships because you're afraid to be alone. You know, I'm trying to help free you people on today because at the end of the day, no one will ever be able to satisfy you nor give you peace. No drug, no man, no woman, alcohol, porn. None of these things will ever be able to satisfy you. 
I've, I am a woman who knows this. I learned this thing, man. And it's a joy to know how much the Lord loves me and cares for me. And that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It's a beautiful thing to know these things. And to know that I don't have to have a man laying in my bed to feel whole. Because I still wasn't feeling whole. <laughs> True story. I have been made whole. I have been set free. And you all, like, when I look back, like, this is so true. The deacon that I was dating in 2012, he bought me the Bible, T.D. Jakes, Woman Thou Art Loosed. Who would have known that the Lord was going to loose me from him? And the craziest thing is, uh, he took care of me financially, but yet mentally it was always an issue. There was always different women in his inbox, <laughs> in his DM. Oh, Jesus, he would pay more attention to his phone than he would me. I'm just looking back over these things. And I was suffering from severe depression, so I really didn't even care. Like, I would just call my mama and talk to my mom on the phone. Like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Or if my mother was there, I would go into the room that she was in. But it's true. He would spend all his days and hours talking about he was replying to people in his messages. And then one day he slipped up. He was looking in his messages and I saw a woman in lingerie. <laughs> true story. Facebook DMs. <laughs> Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And then, like, uh, after my son died, he came back around. After my mama died, he came back around. And what I love about my daughter, my one and only daughter, I've taught her and I've raised her well. And when she see me slipping, she let me know. She was like, Mama, did you realize he keep trying to come back around when you vulnerable? He did it when Sydney died, and now he did it when Granny died. Mama. Pay attention to what he doing. And when she said that, well, of course, I bought him a Bible. <laughs> King James Bible. <laughs> like he had been, he, I'm talking about like, this is such a true story. He was going to Danny Church of God with me. He had went to New Mount, New Mount Calvary Baptist Church with me. And like, uh, he took me to Overcomer Believer's Church, you know, back in 2012, right? So, uh, God was using him to set me free even back then. Uh, but I was like seriously, you know, dealing with severe depression and anxiety. But like I'm looking back and I'm reflecting over this. And God was using that man to set me free. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. <laughs> and uh, so... When my daughter brought that to my attention, I was like, you know what? You are so right. So I went and bought him a Bible. And I gave him the Bible. And I was like, you know, I can't keep having sex with you. This is not right. And he was like, yeah, but we go get married. I said, yeah, this has been going on since 2012 on and off. We're going to get married. And I was like. I'm 
not marrying you. I'm not having sex with you. I don't want anything to do with you. And it's not you, it's me. There's something in me that's changing. I said, read your Bible. He never wanted to read the Bible. I said, do you not remember? You gave me this Bible and I put, and I'm, you know, I had the Bible on my bed. I was like, you gave me this Bible and this Bible has helped me so much. And I thank you so much. Although I've read other Bibles, but this Bible is the one that really helped me the most. All because you gave it to me. And you don't want to read your Bible with me? He didn't want to read his Bible with me. I said, all right. I said, I believe you need to get your little bag and you need to go. (laughs) He was like, I'm not going nowhere. And so in order to keep the peace in my home, I'm like, all right. So that next morning when he left to go to work, I politely put his stuff on the porch. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't got to leave tonight. But in the morning when you go to work, you won't get back in here when you get off. So that night rolled around. And that next morning, he had left the Bible sitting on the porch, but he took his clothes. See, you know, at this point, you all need to ask the Lord who sent you. You know, when I was telling you all the other day, the guy that hit me up in my inbox that was an ex. From 2014 on up, right? Uh, And he was like, how can I help with your ministry? And I sent them the links to the website and everything. And then, so then the following day, he hit me up again. You know, how can I help? Like, I sent you how you could help. And then he was like, oh, I just miss your voice. No, like, I have a whole podcast out here. Like, if you're able to reach me on this business page, you know you've seen the links about the podcast. And, you know, I do live videos. So at this point, you can hear my voice, but you're trying to get a little bit more, right? And, uh... You know, he was the one that would always dress me up like a little Barbie doll. I'm talking about her clothes, like dress me up real pretty, take me out to find expensive restaurants and all of this stuff. But see, um, here's what happened. I remember on February 14, 2019, um, he hit me up and I was in Lifeway Christian um, bookstore uh, when it was here and uh, I was buying a Bible for Bible college and uh, it was like what's up what's going on I was like nothing uh, I was like I'm in this uh, Christian bookstore about to buy me a Bible because he lived out of town so anytime he'd come in town you know we'd hook up period point blank it is what it is that's the way it was no lie true story um, which many of you are still doing on today with men with money come into town. Basically a high-priced hooker, but you don't want to call yourself a prostitute or a hooker. Yeah, true story. So anyway, he's like, yeah, I'm coming into town. And I'm like, okay, that's good. So uh, I'm going to buy this Bible for school. I need you to send me the money for it. And I didn't even need this. I didn't need him to send me the money for it. I was already in the store. I had the money, right? But this was a test. Because God was already dealing with me about the men that I had dealt with in my life. And that I was dealing with currently in my life. Or the ones that would pop in and out of my life once again. Coming in town to do business. 
And when I told him, uh, I needed him, you know, I asked him, I was like, so will you get this Bible for me? And he was like, uh, yeah, I can't send you the money right now. But any other time, he was always able to send me money through cash out, right? But on this day for a Bible, he couldn't send me the money. Yeah, I get it. So I blocked him. Like, hey, I feel you. Okay, I get it. Yeah, all right, well, I got to go. You can't buy me the word of God. I mean, Jesus, at least the last guy bought me a whole Bible, you feel me, which set me free. (laughs) It's just funny. But it's a true story. And so that's why I was like, dude, I stopped dealing with you in 2019. I guess he forgot that it was because of the Bible situation. And then you get the link to sew and you don't sew, but then you need to talk to me in order to sew. No, 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 no. I think it am going to see. I don't want you anywhere near me. This is not for sale. This ministry is not for sale. <laughs> it is you. You know, uh, it, it's crazy. I'm at this point in life where it's who sent you, God or the devil. I have been sent so many distractions by the devil. I'm not dealing with the devil anymore. Uh, I love my peace. I love my freedom. You know, I don't have to worry about anybody but me. Um, You know, the Lord has laid people on my heart to pray for them. And, of course, I pray for my children, and I'm there for my children when they need me. But they're all, they don't live in my home. So it's like on an as-to-need basis when it comes to the kids, you know. But... All those years of always having people around me. You all, I have only been living by myself since 2019. And it's just 2022. And I really enjoy this piece. I've never had this type of piece throughout my whole life. And like, so no, I'm not rushing to get with someone or be with someone or have my peace disturbed. Man, my life has always been about other people worrying about other people, making sure other people are okay. And now there's a time where I get to just focus on my heart, my mind, my body, and my spirit. I've matured so much, even within the last year. And I just truly thank God. You know, some of you have been around others so long and always listen to other people's voices. And that's why you've got all kind of strife and malice in your life. Confusion. And God is not the author of confusion. The things that I know now, I definitely pour into others, not just my children. That's why the Lord has me do podcasts and do live videos and when he tells me to write write it out you know in a blog post i do but what i've learned in the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that i have on today i've got to share this thing freely you know i can't beg people to sow into the ministry give money he's provided me with a job so i just thank him for that you know um the thing is everything takes time to build And I know that. And ministry is not a get-rich-quick scheme. And I know that. And then also in ministry. When you're in ministry, it is to help other people. It's not for you to be helped. It's really for you to help others. And so for you ministries out there that are always wanting people to sow into your ministry, where is the fruit of you helping others? 
I'm not talking about you taking pictures of the homeless. They have enough shame. They don't need you putting them on camera. That's blasting them even more. But I'm talking about like you feeding people, you know, when they're coming to pick up their food and things like that. It ain't that you got to show their picture, but just show what you've done. If it's giving out toys during Christmas, like many of you haven't done anything for anybody else. And y'all always asking people for money. But you don't do anything for anyone else. People can't even come to you for help with their utility bills, their rent, their mortgage, their phone bill. Like, Jesus, they can't come to you with help for gas or to get the car fixed. And I know you all are like, man, she's saying all of this. It's true because God has had me help people with different things like this. Giving away cars, taking people shopping for clothes and shoes. Buying people food, taking people grocery shopping, you know, giving away everything that's in my closet and then go out and buy me new stuff. Like, these are things God has dealt with with me. God, I'm going to go to dealt with me with. Like, I can't end no Goroshi 2018 on up. This is a whole true story. Like, so the Lord had me give away all of my stuff. You know, I, I can't even see <laughs> to the less fortunate. Jesus. I'm just thinking about this thing. He did. But then he blessed me with more. It's the whole truth. He had me give away what I had. And then he blessed me with more. We serve an awesome God. Some of you are so stingy. You ain't nothing but a bunch of takers. I don't understand how you can be stingy and be in ministry. It's not the heart of God. The heart of God is compassion, love, giving, empathy, sympathy when needed. You know... Once again, ladies, take accountability, apologize to your husband, and as you're apologizing, you let him know that he needs to pick up his phone if he has one, two, three, four. Block those women from every website, every financial app. For one, y'all need y'all money. <laughs> You can't keep paying for them girls to get their hair done, to have nice clothes, shoes, and you sitting up looking a hot mess. And then these women coming up in your face, smiling in your face, and he the one who paid for their hair, nails, clothes, and shoes. Paid for them to go on vacation while you haven't even had one. Like so many of you women, y'all missed it. Y'all missed so many signs. But just go to them humbly. Submit. Because when you submit to him, you're really submitting to God. Kill this mindset of you're submitting to your husband. Just know you're really submitting to God, the covenant of marriage. And then I'm telling you, a lot of your marriages will be better if you just stop looking at it as you submitting to him. That you're submitting to him with the, H, with the capital H. I am him, Jesus Christ. 
I'm telling you, it when you look at it as, you know what, he's a human being like I am. He's going to make mistakes like I have. We have both made mistakes, but now it's time for us both to correct these mistakes. So I'm going to submit myself unto God, and he needs to submit himself unto God and then be able to lead and guide this family. But I still have to sit down and talk to him and just make it known next time I will not ignore or I will not miss the signs and I will listen more attentively instead of always talking. But you've got to get rid of every single last one of them women now, not later, now, not later, not tomorrow, now. Pick up your phone, get rid of all of them now. If you got to send them all a group message and tell them, don't come back to your church, don't come back to your club, don't come back to your business, whatever it is, Let them women know it is over. It is finished now. And give your wife back her peace and her security and her stability. It's not hard. It's so simple. So ladies, go to your husband calmly, not fussing. And let them know that the conversation that you two need to have, you need to have it now. Because these changes have to happen now. What was is what was. But this is now. So I hope y'all enjoy your day. I pray that this helped you all. Because God does believe in the covenant of marriage. But if you see that there's no way to reconcile part ways and get a divorce which is another simple and easy fix. The reason I'm saying it's easy is because if you can't reconcile, let it go and let God be God. And at the end of the day, you may not be the person for that individual. And it takes more love to let go of somebody than it does to keep them in a place. And you know that you'll never love them fully. You'll never be able to give them your all. And that's just the whole truth. Once again, I've got a brother that I admire for the simple fact he knew he couldn't give one woman his all, so he divorced her. He tried marriage again. Couldn't do it. He divorced her. It takes more power to let go of a good woman than to keep her bound in a relationship that she will never, ever be satisfied in. And she will completely be miserable, insecure, mentally tormented. You all, we've got to do better. If you're not meant to be together, let go. Let God get a divorce. If you're meant to be together, reconcile. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no gray area in this. If you're meant to be together, you reconcile. You correct the mistakes. You get rid of all the extra women and men that's in the in the relationship. Period. Point blank. You lay this thing down and you get rid of everybody on today. On today, not tomorrow. On today. That's what you do. And for those of you who don't want to do it, get a divorce. But because a marriage is between one man, one woman, and God. That third person in the marriage is God. Not your mistress, your side piece, or anything like that. The third person in the marriage is God. The Holy Spirit. Believe that. I hope y'all enjoy your day. 
either reconcile or divorce. Stop living a life of misery, either reconcile or divorce. This is Bible. Go look it up.